Blondes with glasses, they can't sing. Blondes with glasses, let's do this podcast thing. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Becca. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, we are just plagued with technical difficulties. Yeah, I don't know what it is because we're in a place we've recorded before, but for some reason my computer's like, no, you're not allowed to hear Shannon speak today. Yeah. (laughs) So. No, your microphone is Yeah, it definitely seems like... Uh, I am in jail. You're right, because I'm talking on the phone. <laughs> You're literally, we're looking at each other on G. We've Jerry makes this whole thing. We're looking at each other on Gmail, but we're talking to each other on the phone. So she, had, and she has to be on a landline because she can't get reception. So she's literally holding a landline while looking at me. And it just, I, I swear we're, we're in jail oh right now. God. I'm going to take a screenshot of it. <laughs> It's a good call. It's oh a good call. God. Oh my god. We we both didn't sleep well no. last night. We both had we both feel like gross and disgusting right now. Uh yeah, it's um. I didn't get home until three AM. Which oh was a bad god. choice. Well <laughs> Yeah, what what were you doing to I drove to Western Mass to see a show that was recommended very highly. And then afterwards I was like, mm, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> How does a show go to... Was it just... It was drives? three acts long. So many hours? Three acts. So oh that meant... God. Wait, so when did it, it ended? It ended at 11.30. And then it was closing night, so they had food afterwards. So... And I had friends there, so I was like, oh, I'll say hi to everybody. And by the time I left, it was uh, 1 a.m. No. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. So... But you had a nightmare. Wow. I was complaining. I... Well, I woke up... Uh, deeply upset my actually i woke up because my sister called me but i was in the middle of a dream where taylor swift was making me cry she was being really mean about my appearance oh my god taylor and yeah yeah um (laughs) and it was really because we in in the dream we were like best buds and we're having a great time we're going out to eat whatever we're just doing whatever and then all of a sudden she starts like digging at me about my skin and she's like it's like, wow, you really got to work on that. And I was like, I, and in my dream, I was like, turned away and I go, I use three different kinds of scrub. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, well, you should try Oh, some my more. God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Heartless. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Taylor. Like, the amount of dreams that Taylor Swift has been in <laughs> is far too many. Although, last night, I was, I was hanging out with my friends and we were playing 20 mm-hmm. questions where, you know, you stick the name to your forehead or whatever and it was the most amazing thing happened where I was writing one for my friend Arnaldo and he had to write one for our friend Rachel and I wrote Taylor Swift stuck it to his forehead he wrote one Taylor Swift stuck (laughs) it to her forehead it was amazing my friend Gray and I look at each look at the two of them and we're dying we're cracking up we're like crying we're turning away like we can't handle the coincidence of it all. No one else seems to have, like, looked at the two of them. They both, they just, like, either one person has looked at one of them and the other person maybe mm-hmm. looked at the other. And so he guesses Taylor Swift. Then everyone turns and looks at the next person. <laughs> and they're just, like, dying. So then we go around again and I write Taylor Swift. Again. <laughs> so that's probably why she came up in probably. my dream. Probably. But... She didn't have to be so uh, mean. Oh my god, I got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even. I wasn't even 
Oh my god, you have to listen to some oh different boy. music for a little bit. Um, although we had a road trip the other really day, do. and we have the complete collection of Taylor Swift discography in our car, company car, and we listened to the oh, whole wow. thing, but backwards, which was really weird oh, okay. because I would I actually was going to have this as a recommendation for you at some point, but I'm just going to tell you now because we're talking about it. You should go back and listen to all her stuff. You don't have to do it backwards. You should just listen yeah. to all of it because. Either way, it's really interesting to see her grow, and some of her old music is really yeah. good, too, and I really liked Red, especially. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, definitely starting from the beginning and going t- more towards stuff that I like yeah. more makes sense, mm-hmm. other than, you know, instead of it getting more Yeah. <laughs> it was weird, because we were going out yeah. into, like, the middle of the boonies in upstate New York, and there were, like, farms and stuff like that, and I was like, I feel like we're doing this in the right order, so... <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, so to, so oh. to make ourselves yeah. feel better about our respective nightmares, I also had a nightmare. I didn't tell you about it, but basically, I took oh. a Tylenol and then I lost all control of my body, and my <laughs> face swelled up so I couldn't speak, and nobody could understand that I could not like move. They were just like, "What's wrong with you?" I wait. Wait, this, this was, was my nightmare. nightmare or this actually happened? <laughs> oh, okay. Because at first it sounded like you just last night you just took a no. Tylenol and something terrible side No, no, it, I know, because it, it was, like, very realistic. I was like, this could happen to anybody, you know, and I, I, I like, jolted out of my nightmare in the middle of the night, and I was just so unsettled, oh, and I was like, boy. thank God I can move. But anyway, so to make ourselves yeah. feel better about our not-sleeping-well nightmare stuff, we decided that we were going to talk about Dwayne Johnson. That's Dwayne true. Rock. So should I save my my discussion of Birdman for later? Oh yeah, let's save that for later. I think that's a... Actually, okay. I think you should watch all of the Oscar nominees that you haven't yet watched, and then we'll just have a roundup of everything mm. you missed and all your feelings on them. Okay. And you've seen all I of think them? I have seen all of them. Just keep... Okay. So then we can do a really super belated... <laughs> Yeah. Roundup of all those Oscar nominees just in time for the next exactly, show. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that sounds great to me. I think people will really, really love that. Yeah. 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 They're going to be so excited about her thoughts on, my thoughts on Theory of Everything. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> I, who cares about the the other people? I'm, I can't wait to hear what you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, yeah, but that's why I wanted to talk to you about Birdman. I wanted you to turn me around. I'm sure I can try. I don't know if I'll be successful, but I can try. Um, Okay. uh, Yeah, because you haven't seen Whiplash yet either, right? And I... No. That's the only one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. But now we have more context about how much of a dick Miles Teller is, so it'll be a more interesting conversation. Yeah. And I heard J.K. Simmons can be a dick, too. Really? Oh. Yeah, I heard he could be difficult oh. to work with. Well, we'll save it all for our Oscars roundup. <laughs> Belated Oscars roundup. <laughs> eight, month, eight months later. Sometimes let's talk it's about good the Oscars. to let... Again. <laughs> to let uh, we literally had a show where we talked about the nominations. We had a show where we talked about the Oscars yep. itself. Now, eight months later, you weren't expecting yep. it. It's coming out of nowhere, <laughs> but let's talk about those movies that you probably haven't seen. That's the problem with today's, like, 24-hour news cycle is that all of this stuff happens so quickly, you don't have time to really digest mm-hmm. it. So we have done the hard homework of letting it digest for eight months. <laughs> yes. <So. laughs> for 
were just waiting for it to go on HBO Go, which is what happened with me and Birdman. Oh, okay. It's, once it becomes accessible, I'll watch it. It's just, if I have to go out of my way yeah. for a biopic, no thank you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this was started because you texted anyway. me and you said you have to watch Hercules with Dwayne Johnson. Okay, yes. And in all fairness for our two loyal listeners, they were the ones who did that oh. to me. They texted me. They said, we just sat down. We started watching Hercules. I think we Okay, so this it. is all their and fault. I said, okay, as soon as I finish cooking, I'll watch it. And so I watched it like on a 30-minute delay from them. So I was just texting them, and I was like, what? And, I was, and I, at one point I texted Julie, and I was like, oh, my God, he just said fucking centaurs. <laughs> like the only F word in the entire movie. And she goes, Really? When did that happen? <laughs> oh. And a reminder of when that happened, even though it was like, he flipped a yep. horse. That was my favorite part. And goes, fucking centaurs. <laughs> and it's the only F word. It's just Ugh. classic. Okay, what initial thoughts of 2014 Hercules starting okay. the rock? Uh, my initial thoughts were, it was a lot like 300, which I have not seen, but I'm just making that assumption. <laughs> <laughs> It was, mm-hmm. I was surprised because at the beginning it was, like, based off a comic book by, or graphic novel by, or no, the net, the net. Oh, was it? The I Netflix description said based off a graphic novel by so-and-so. I was like, what? Isn't it based oh. off Greek mythology? And then I started watching it. Yeah. And I was like, wait, they're showing all of the trials right at the beginning, like, voiceover stuff. And I was like. Yeah. Then I really liked the premise, the whole idea of Hercules is not mm-hmm. really a demigod. It's this team, and they're putting him forward and it's like word of mouth spreading. I think that's a really yeah. interesting premise. However, I think I would have been I would have enjoyed it more if it had been the team fighting all of the like the Nemean lion, the Nemean boar, the hydra and everything. If I had right. seen all that with the team and then him becoming a hero through that, I think I would have enjoyed that story more. Because he was already mm-hmm. like a legend at that at by the time we got to him in this movie. Um, I loved his yeah. team. I loved Atalanta because mm-hmm. I remember loving her when I took Greek and Roman mythology because she's amazing. She was raised by bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Ian McShane was great. He was he was super super yeah. great. I just loved how almost camp it was, or not almost. It was like to me, it was basically like because I had been watching a bunch of episodes of the Hercules uh-huh. TV show. And I think it was literally a hybrid of the Hercules TV show and 300. But it just kept all of the camp and sort of ridiculous whimsy. Yeah. (laughs) But then threw in some slow-mo action Mm -hmm. sequences. It was... You know. So I I thought it was delightful. It was not a good movie. (laughs) But I loved it. I don't think I loved it because I, I still just wish it had not been that part of his story. I wish it had been the prior stuff yeah. because I think that could have there could have been a lot more comedy in it if they had done that like you know them when he has to clean out the stables in one night and it's you just see all of the team there scooping out, you know, hay and yeah. horse poop and everything and <laughs> you know, like and they're all ragging on Hercules cuz they have to do this to make him seem like he's a demigod <laughs> and everything. But I think it was a great message. The rock was amazing. I mean, it yeah. was, it, he just proves himself yet again, and, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous, and I, Julie and I both 
had sort of said the same thing at the end where this army that he had been training the entire movie uh, and they're like all following him and they think he's this demigod and they're like obsessed with mm-hmm. him and they love him all of a sudden at the end they have to turn against yeah. him because some like old dude yeah. told them to and they're like okay <laughs> <laughs> and then it, take, it takes them so long to be like wait Hercules he's a cool yeah. dude stop <laughs> it was just like, well, that went on way too long. <laughs> it was, oh. it was, um, it di- was very reminiscent of the Hercules TV show too, because the special effects were not yeah. very good overall. Like no. they were actually pretty bad, I would say, <laughs> especially for some reason. They were terrible. At the very beginning, they show when Hercules, like his origin story about the two snakes, and the the two snakes come out of the statue of Hera's eyes. That was what I was just thinking of. The two snakes were the worst, like, CGI the whole, I've ever It was, seen. like, back to, like, another rock film, The Mummy Returns. Like, that is how bad those CGI snakes yes. were. And I was like, even a rubber snake would have been better than that. And to use, to have yes. that at the beginning of the movie, just to, like, set it up, like, this is what you're about to see. Set, set the That's tone. That's the tone you want to set right there? Really? Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. But I am glad that you made me watch it because I... It proved yeah. yet again that The Rock is amazing. So he's so mm-hmm. entertaining. Like he he can do he can do like make any script like mm-hmm. watchable. I feel like like that was an incredibly watchable movie. It wasn't good, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I yeah, and I think most of his movies are like that because I was I was thinking about his mm-hmm. other films today because I was like oh. What is it about him that makes me love him so much? And, like, I know Mm -hmm. I haven't seen everything he's done. I haven't seen the G.I. Joe retaliation he was in. Mm -mm. Or, um, you know, I haven't watched Ballers or anything. But... Oh, I have an update on that. Julie and Zach watched, like, three or four episodes Uh of Ballers a while ago. And they couldn't couldn't keep watching it. (laughs) They they said... they, They were like, we kept waiting for it to get better... And to be have good writing, but then it oh. never happened. <laughs> so sad. So that's uh, that's their review so of Ballers. Sad. But I think, yeah, sort of the overarching theme of him as an actor is that he's like his charisma and his like goofiness, mm-hmm. coupled with how inspirational he is and how much of a hard worker mm-hmm. he is, is something that you don't see in a lot of actors nowadays. Like, yeah. And he also is more of, like, the triple threat sort of old-style actor. Like, um, you know, Gene mm-hmm. Kelly, who was a dancer and a singer and an actor. And he's just a different type mm-hmm. of triple threat, because he's a wrestler, a football player, actor. He's also a singer. He also can dance really well. Like, yeah. he's, like, quintuple yeah. threat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think there's something about his the way he's formulated his persona, that he's very personable yeah. and he feel you feel like you know him because especially since he has the whole history mm-hmm. of being in the WWF and the WWE like he's been doing that for mm-hmm. decades and so people mm-hmm. grew up knowing him and and loving that eyebrow thing that he does and you know yeah. just being rooting for him like as as a wrestler people rooted for him and now as an actor you're still mm-hmm. rooting for him like I don't care if Hercules is not a really good film. I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to love him. And I think he has this like sort of niche of films where it's, they're not great, but they're so much better because he's in it. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I just want, I want there to be more Fast and Furious type and more good movies that he's in. Where, like, you actually want to go see them instead of being like, I'll see it for The Rock (laughs) and it'll be enjoyable because of him and nothing else. Like, I'm, that's why I think we keep putting him in all of our sequels because we want these good movies to happen and he just should be in all, like, every movie ever made from here on out should include I him. completely agree. And I mean, like, we both really loved San Andreas, which is another very tropey yes. disaster film. Yeah, not a not great, great movie. But he was but... so good in that. Like, if I were a Hollywood honcho, like, yeah. head honcho, and I saw that performance in that movie, I would be like, cast him in whatever you want, because he can, he can bring yeah. that. Like, I also recently watched mm-hmm. Pain and Gain, which he was in, um, which was Mark Wahlberg oh, yeah. and... Um, Tony Shalhoub um, from Monk, and it's it's based on a true story. It's really weird. Like, I don't think you would like it. That's yeah, what I it's heard. It's not very good, but it's it's upsetting actually because they're sort of slowly murdering this guy. <laughs> but The Rock is mm-hmm. the only redeeming part of that film because he's this super religious mm-hmm. ex-con, and he's really like morally confused about the fact that they're. Um, like kidnapping this man and then they end up killing this man uh-huh. what and like his moral compass and and he's always this little shining moment of um you know humanity throughout the film when Mark Wahlberg's character yeah. is like the most insane dick in the entire world <laughs> so it's really also Anthony Mackie is in the film and he's good too but um mm-hmm. yeah it's i wish he would do more films like San Andreas and and the Furious films. I mean, the Furious films aren't great either. <laughs> no, no. Um, They're not capital F films or but whatever. Can you imagine him being good. in like a in a Oscar nominated film? Like, can you picture any of the films from this past year and him being nominated for anything? Like, could he be on the same level as J.K. Simmons and Whiplash or? You know, could he be a supporting actor? I think he has it in him. I think within the next ten years, I can see him being nominated for something. Be it a Golden Globe or an Emmy or something mm-hmm. like that. Or I can see him... I, I feel like all they have to do is just find him the right director or whatever, the right script, where I just think he can. He has that ability yeah. to turn it on, you know, and to, and to really surprise us and I, I I'm very excited about that because like I, I'm thinking like I could picture him in like Birdman yeah you know or American Sniper oh, yeah. you know I can I can picture him in those in those movies and like it's not that I can't see The Rock doing serious roles like he just has a charm and a charisma it's not that he's like comic relief in these yeah. movies he's just charm relief yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah. I think the only thing I can't really... Well, I don't know. I was going to say, the only thing I can't picture him doing is, like, a truly villainous role. But maybe I can. Like, maybe he could turn the charm off. Or he would be... Maybe he would be a great villain because of the charm. Like, he brings you in and you think... Yeah, like a great Bond villain. Yeah, like, you think, oh, he's he's so charismatic or whatever. And at the end, you're like, oh my god, he's the bad guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 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 It's interesting. I was looking over his IMDb page, and it his transition from 
like if you just look at it all at once, you can see this like really slow transition from wrestling, well, from football to wrestling, and then after that he did a whole block of stuff that was all uh, oriented towards kids. Like he was on um, mm-hmm. that '70s show and Corey in the House and Hannah Montana, yeah. And then he did like the Tooth Fairy, and yeah, know. Race to Witch yeah, Mountain, yeah, and the Game Plan, and and it was interesting. I was just like, mm-hmm. that's such a weird way to break into the mainstream movie market, but it mm-hmm. worked so well because now those kids are growing up and yeah. they, they remember him and from those movies. And you, I mean, it's like. Same way we feel about people that were Disney voice actors back in the day, you know, and now they're you know, yeah. major film stars. Like, I don't know. It's just, I think he planned it so It makes well. a c- kind of sense. Yeah. Yeah, like, because if, if you're going to be a wrestler and go into films, if you can't, the first thing you do can't be, no one's going to let you do, like, a serious drama or whatever. Or, or like helm a major action film like they don't know that you have the stuff but like if the wrestler is seen as like this sort of comic sort of over the top figure that's perfect for children's movies so I think it's a I think he made the transition really gracefully and I do remember I think it was it was the game plan or or around that time where he it did stop saying The Rock on the movie posters it said Dwayne The Rock Johnson and then shortly after that, it was Dwayne Johnson. I think, and everyone was just like, no, he's always The Rock. <laughs> I think The Game Plan was the last film that he was billed as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think I mm-hmm. read that trivia when I watched it recently. Um, and that movie's getting close to 10 years old yeah, at this point, right? So. But he's always, I don't in, know. In our hearts, he'll always, always be the rock, the rock. Because he just is. I mean, like, he's still... Yeah. It's just like a perfect descriptor yeah. for him. I he feel still like. appears as the Rock in WWE stuff, sometimes, occasionally. You know, like he'll he'll be a special guest mm-hmm. and everything. It's it's never going to go away because that's such a huge part of his persona, and I don't think he mm-hmm. is against that. I mean, I think he really embraces the fact that that is what yeah. rocketed him to stardom. It's like um, Leonard Nimoy and Spock were you know, so, Mm -hmm. so closely related for his whole life that, like, his first memoir was titled I Am Not Spock, and then his second memoir was titled I Am Spock. (laughs) Because at first he was like, I have other things that I do in life, like, I'm a photographer and an artist, and I'm a musician, and then he realized, Mm -hmm. like, he had to embrace the fact that he was always going to be Spock, and he did, and that, you know... That was, he came to that conclusion over time, and it's like, Dwayne never had to do that, because he always just, he knows that he is going to be the rock forever. Oh, the other thing I wanted to tell you is, um, we started calling, because I have, I don't know if you know this, I have a million Dwayne posters around my office here at work. I don't know if I told you. (laughs) I have one right here, which is, um, so our costume shop manager here worked with him on a film a couple of years ago, and so now her grandmother sends her cutouts from, like, TV Guide whenever there's photos of him, so she gave me all the cutouts recently, and so I made them all into motivational posters for my office, <laughs> so this one says, no props, don't say, why me, just say, try me, and he's holding a football, and he's like, you know, and we just have that next to our desk, and we have some at the door, and everything, um, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to say... 
So he's, uh, we also have him on our whiteboard outside our office where we have him say a different quote every day. And they're usually Taylor Swift related or, you know, Beyonce, (laughs) just motivational. And so now he's sort of become the patron saint of us and also some of the other, my coworkers. So we've started calling him St. Dwayne and he's the patron saint of Walmart and Hunters and Vermont and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, And then also we've started talking about like, um, this was all my doing because I was lifting a piece of furniture the other day. And when I went to lift it, I said, Dwayne Johnson. And I like, you know, went and I picked it up and I moved it really quickly and I set it down. And so (laughs) now, so very similar to a mother whose child is trapped in something and she summons this crazy strength. All you have to do is Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson, and you can lift anything. Exactly. So now I have heard multiple people start to do that, where (laughs) you just you have to access that inner rock within you, and you just channel him by chanting his name and lifting whatever you have to lift, and it works really well. Gotta say, so yeah. Um, Just imagine busting out of a too small Under Armour shirt. The rock's got to go to work. Break your cast off. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. I'll never be over no, that scene. No. Dad's got to go to work. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I just want to oh. say, if I ever am in jail and we have this moment happen again where we are talking mm-hmm. via through glass and I'm on the phone like this, I really, really want to yeah. just talk about Dwayne Johnson and how inspirational Perfect. he is because I think that'll get me through yeah. no need to prison. get into like your defense or no. anything like that I just want I need that inspiration in my life I think just talk about so yeah. just keep that in mind wasn't he no he never played a convict did yeah he did he was in um uh what was it called gridiron gang yeah. oh well Perfect. We'll just watch that movie in preparation for whenever you have <laughs> Perfect. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, um, oh I had one more thing about The Rock, which is you, of course, have seen Shake It Off from the lip sync battle. Oh, Because you yeah, showed yeah. it to me. Uh-huh. But I wanted to make sure our listeners had also right. seen slash heard it. The other thing is um, mm-hmm. he did a cover in an interview of What a Wonderful World on ukulele. And it's super cute. Come on in. Yes, no problem. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it's, uh, yeah, it's a cover of... On the ukulele. And it was so cute. The ukulele is out of tune. The, um, it's still, he, like, he kind of forgets some of it, but it's so endearing and so charming, and he's just wonderful, and I want it on repeat all the time. I actually just want him to make an album. Which I think will happen because he's yeah. doing that Disney movie Moana, and he's definitely singing in that. Yeah. So I'm looking Perfect. forward to when that comes out. <laughs> yeah. Look at that quadruple threat. Uh, quintuple threat. Five million threat. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Oh. Well, I can't believe we just talked about how much we love The Rock. Yeah. Well, I can because we both know that we love him a lot. And I'm yeah. looking forward to when we he do. comes out we in all of those movies we've cast him in. All the sequels. Yes, yes. Oh, I just, sometimes I just get bummed out that those movies I don't know. Exist. But then I listen to our podcast again, <laughs> and then I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, do you have a recommendation for me? Because I have one for you. I do. Yeah, I have a, I have a recommendation for you. Of course, it's another TV show. Oh, great! Show. Something I can't watch. <laughs> but no, it's 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 a short. It's a comedy, uh, and there's very few. There's there's like ten episodes uh, that exist right now, and they're all for free at Comedy Central right now. It's called Review okay. um, with Andy Daly, and it's just it's really funny. And it's this guy. He plays this guy named Forrest McNeil who reviews uh, life itself. So someone will be like, what's it like to get into a, a fist fight? And he's like, okay, I guess I'll go find <laughs> out. And then he goes and tries to pick a fight or whatever. And normally, and it just escalates. Normally it's like never just finding out what a fist fight is like. It's like it, it ends up escalating. He gets shot. He goes in a coma. Like he like falls in love with the nurse. Like it's like, like sort of spirals out of control. And it's, it's really funny. So, review. I will give that a look when I have some time. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Okay, I have one for you, which is a movie. And it's been on my list for a long time, because I saw it recently on, like, a classic movie station before I came up to Vermont. It's Yentl. It's Barbara Streisand's Mm -hmm. movie, Her Baby. Um, It is a musical, but I... And you might have to watch it with me, maybe, because... I don't know if you will do this on your own, but I am more than happy to watch it with you at some point in our friendship. Um, Okay. (laughs) It's just a really interesting uh, example of women being excellent because she directed it and produced it and starred in it. And it, she is a diva. She's Barbara Streisand, but it was more than that. Like it was, she was the first director nominated for an Oscar a female director nominated for an Oscar and oh, she wow. when she was at the Oscars two of the songs I think were nominated for best song and instead of mm-hmm. performing them at the Oscars she asked Bette Midler to perform them on her behalf which wow. so you can even just go and watch that video because that's pretty interesting too and I I really really um, enjoy the movie and Mandy Patinkin is in it and he's great and mm-hmm. you just, I think it's something everybody should watch, just so you can see, like, and it's also a really interesting story. I don't know if you know the story of Yentl. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like Mulan. So it's a right. really great story because... But with Judaism. It, yeah, it's all about <laughs> with Judaism. It's a really great story of a woman trying to take her place in the world. So mm-hmm. that's my recommendation for you. All right. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I uh, I have nothing actually from Julia or Zach. Now that I realize this. Okay. Well. Um, for our sign off. It feels so empty without them saying a pun. <laughs> Here, quick, tell me yeah. a pun. Tell me a pun. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, um, uh, <laughs> I I uh, I've recently started a business. Uh huh. Um, I I uh, use matches and. Uh, I create a lot of incendiary devices. Uh-huh. How's it going? Business is on fire right oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I got. Um, <laughs> wait, I have one. I have one. Um, okay. So I I have gone to uh, Radio Shack, and I bought all of their um, speakers and, like, you know, old uh, disc mans and stuff like that. And I just, 
I'm really selling them all because you never know. There's always people out there looking for new speakers and all that stuff. Uh-huh. How's that going? Business is booming. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow, we both nailed it. You're welcome, audience. <laughs> You're welcome. 